Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. This episode is brought to you by Ariba Derchi, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, we're going to talk about the cabin just added in Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, the state of leaf tickets, and encyclopedias in Animal Crossing. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hello Chewy, I'm doing well. What about yourself? Doing well. It's been snowy here today. Oh, uh, so awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Um, the one thing that was a bummer was we wanted to go and get a tree this weekend. Um, well, we were torn. We were thinking of getting a tree either this weekend or next weekend. And seeing as it, we got to today and it was snowing, oh, it's next weekend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so rain or shine, we are getting a tree next weekend. Right. So hopefully <laughs> it's more shine because it's a little bit easier. But it should be pretty fun. Um, anyways, yeah, you had a long day, right? Yeah, long day, but uh, overall, nice weekend. Got some Pokemon time this morning. Really good stuff. Oh, cool. Where are you in Pokemon? I just beat uh, Erica in Celadon City. Oh, awesome. I've, I really want to get there. Um, oh. I I am on my way to Lavender Town. Yes, that's right, so, in the underground. Yeah, so I'm pretty close to there, but I um, I guess when I was live streaming, I got past Lieutenant Surge and then kind of started my trek to get over there. But right. yeah, yeah, that's where I am. I've been liking it. I, I enjoyed streaming, and hopefully... It, it, really, streaming just gets me really excited for when we're playing Animal Crossing Switch. Oh, for sure. It's going to be so much fun streaming that game and playing that game every day, posting up Let's Plays probably every day because <laughs> yeah. it's going to be all I want to do. Um, but I'm sure everybody will be pretty happy with that because we need to really catch up on Animal Crossing content. Like, yes. I don't know. I just need a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So speaking about Animal Crossing content, we have gotten some new content in Pocket Camp. Yes, so finally. Yeah, anybody who's been following the show, we've been hitting uh, the Pocket Camp news a lot lately, and it's mostly because I've been playing more, Sergio, you haven't so much, but you do visit every once in a while, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, but I've been getting into it more just because the one-year anniversary has been going on, so they have tons of things happening right now, and it seems kind of nonstop still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... The game has now been out for a year, officially. I mean, it has been for, like, a week or two now. (laughs) But the big thing with that is that it has been updated to version 2.0. So every update that we've had up until this point has been one point something. Mm -hmm. But this one is officially the second version of this game. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, what they did was they gave us a new location to visit. 
and that's the cabin. So, um, I guess, how are you feeling about the cabin? Because I know you visited to, you know, get a feel for it and see what it's like. Yeah, definitely. As soon as, you know, we heard that it was, we were ready for it. It, it was going to be a any day now kind of thing. And when was it? I want to say like Tuesday or Wednesday. And then we finally got it. And yeah, I was there for sure. I feel like I had enough items to get a good setup. But it was very nice to visit the new area and to, to check it out. You know, there's a couple of limits that will be discussing later on but overall i like it and, and i'm glad we finally have it and that it's there to potentially be updated to become even better yeah and i want to make a note really quick um if anybody has started um pocket camp recently chances are you're under level 15 but this cabin opens up at level 15. Hmm. So if you have not reached that level yet, you will not be able to use the cabin. But honestly, it doesn't take long to get to level 15. I feel like that was my first day playing the game. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, just because there was so much to do at the beginning and there were so many new characters. So yes. it's it, it's really easy to level up to level 15. So it's not too bad, I guess barrier right. to entry mm-hmm. um yeah so the other thing is when you, to get to the cabin you just click on your map it'll be a new section on the right side of the map mm-hmm. um which now now that it's on the right there i feel like the left side needs more going on yes. and i'm like we need another icon <laughs> over on that <laughs> that's right uh, yeah maybe I, I guess what would make sense like we have a campsite we have a cabin what else could be out there? Like we have all these different wilderness areas, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they could add. Hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't thought about it too much, but <laughs> thinking about it now, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I'm, I mean, um, I'm not sure of what the environment would be, but it would be nice to have an area where we actually use the the slingshot to shoot uh, down maybe balloons or something. Oh, that would be really cool. Um, cause we do kind of have those balloons on the map, but it'd be, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I would like a little mini game that I could play or right. at least, I guess in some sense, like fishing and bug catching is a really tiny micro game, yeah. like even shorter than WarioWare <laughs> micro games, but it's a little kind of mini game and I think it would be cool to see something new pop out of pocket camp. Yes. Um, so I guess my feelings, uh, I, I, you know, let me start over. I think what I've done with the cabin so far is I have visited the cabin. I went through the whole little intro thing where Isabel shows up and she's like, oh, look yeah. at you, you have a new place here at the camps. Uh, I don't know what right. to call that place. <laughs> you have a new place to live in pocket camp, I guess. Um, and then she says, oh, all this furniture is free. And they give you a pretty good setup yeah. so far. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the little introduction setup. I like that. It, mine technically is still that because I haven't decorated anything oh. yet. <laughs> um, I did invite characters over, though. Nice. And they're all cats. Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just went with an all cat thing. And then there were two extra spaces. So I also added Carmen the bunny and Poppy the squirrel squirrel is yes. she a squirrel yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i think they're cute nice I like those characters <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, and then outside of that, I've only really gone to the cabin to check. Uh, and I did this today, actually, but I really wanted to see if we could get like other essences from these villagers or how much their hearts grow. And thus far, it's not as beneficial as having them in the campsite. Mm. Um, I did not get any essences or any items from them yet, but I did have little conversations with them and they only went up, I think, one experience point. Oh, wow. Um, That's not much. So, yeah, and I was surprised by that. I guess I just expected them to be a little bit more beneficial there. Yes. But at the same time, I feel like it might be aimed at having kind of your maxed out villagers there. Oh, that's um, a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because I imagine the ones you've maxed out are probably your favorites. Yes. You know, so if you, you that'll give you a place to put your maxed out villagers. And then that way, in the regular rotations, they won't be messing things up by not... Mm -hmm. I guess you can focus on those characters that still need to grow and gain experience, you know? Yes, especially the ones that you're looking for a specific essence. Definitely you want those on your campsite because that's where they give you the most rewards. Yeah, that is the best place to have them still. Um, I'm, I'm still keeping some characters in my cabin just to, you know, keep testing, keep seeing what they give me. <laughs> um, but right now it seems like overall it's just a little cute hangout spot, you know, um, which is fine. It's it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. What, what were you going to say? It, it would be nice, like you said, to, to be able to to go to the outside of it and look at how it is outside, maybe have like a little, I was thinking like a campfire area with a couple of chairs and tables, or I'm, I'm kind of maybe even imagining something like Harb's uh, exterior in, in welcome Amiibo update to new leaf. But I was going to say yeah. exactly that, <laughs> but with the cabin right there, I mean, it, it kind of just makes sense. Yeah. You know what? I, just speaking about Welcome Amiibo and Harv's place, like, I want to be able to walk into Harv's, like, cabin and see what he yeah. decorates it as. <laughs> and But I don't know. Maybe one day he'll be, he'll get a bigger role. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, I think overall I I was disappointed in that, where, there, where you kind of don't have an exterior to the cabin. Like, once you click it on the map and you go there, you just end up inside of the cabin. Like, yes. you don't see the outside of it. I tried walking out the door to see what happened, and it just <laughs> says, do you want to go into your camper? And if you say yes, you just go back into your camper, you Oof. know? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I guess overall it just doesn't seem... Um, it, in one way, I think it's fine just because it does give you an extra little space to store things and... Mm -hmm use your items in a more uh, i guess in a different setting that makes you feel creatively different yes um then you can be in the campsite because there are no like walls and stuff you can't really use wallpaper in your campsite you know right right um so i think it gave those items like wallpapers a little bit more of a reason to make them because right now i haven't really made them i know you can use them in your camper but I mean, I'm the only one that goes into my yeah. camper. It's not like I can <laughs> exactly. invite a friend there. So it's fun to have a place where the animals can visit and there's wallpaper. 
That, that's all you need. Animals and wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I definitely got that feeling. You know, that was my my biggest expectation with the cabin. I wanted to have a new interior area to decorate. And it felt, I feel right at home. You know, oh, I'm, I'm finally decorating again. And it was really nice. So... It, that was nice. It's it's a little bit unfortunate that you're not able to rotate the view when you're there. It would be easier to take, you know, more interesting photographs with like a nice angle. But other than that, I still enjoyed my time there. I decorated. I took a couple of, a couple of pictures. And my hope, like I said earlier, is that it gets updated and they add more features. They add an outside area. So that would be nice. Yeah, and then because one of the big things that you can do in games these days is that you can customize the exterior. Like ever since New Leaf, you got different exterior options, you know? Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, like Happy Home Designer, you get like all sorts of things that you can do to your place that just you couldn't even do in um, New Leaf, which yeah, now we just don't have a way to do that still. Um, which reminds me, the other thing that I was kind of... Uh, and I think this was wishful, wishful thinking on my part, mm -hmm. but I really wanted like another kind of place that we can upgrade since I finished the camper. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, but no, we don't. So, uh, and that's okay. Yeah, um, you know, maybe, maybe they can add that in. And I think they should because it would be a very nice connection because, you know, Pocket Camp is more about the exterior, but Animal Crossing as a whole has been about the interior. So the cabin area, it seems like it would be a really nice combination of the two if, if they play their cards right. So I, I really hope they update it. Yeah. And I think more and more like Animal Crossing feels like, at, at least on the development side, it seems like they are getting more in tune with both aspects like the interior and exterior yes like i really appreciated new leaf's change uh or at least the big change in new leaf was being able to place public works projects outside mm -hmm. and then pocket camp has continued that by giving us like these amenities and new things that villagers can have at their disposal yes. and then not only that like taking that idea and making it interactive so when yes. you see the villagers using it that's the best part about it Oh yeah. Um so uh, so yeah, I guess it's good. I think they're getting on the right track where they're focused on both things. Like the interior is great, the exterior is great, and I just think being able to um I guess customize both of those for yourself, I think that's really crucial. Yes. That's what we need yes, in this game. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So it it's going to be really fun um to see how they grow things in the next game, but I appreciate seeing like little doses of that in Animal Crossing uh, yes. Pocket Camp. Um, because, yeah, like I said, we had the camper and everything, but I don't know, it, it just didn't feel as satisfying um, making your camper, uh, I guess, customizing it just because nobody enjoyed that except for you. <laughs> and I mean, maybe other people, if they visited your campsite and actually spent the time to go into your camper, which I still forget to do all the yes, time. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe, you know what? They added that feature where you can take a photo of your space, yes. you know, mm -hmm. maybe you can post one of your camper and that'll inspire people to go look at yeah, that. Yeah. Like promote it a little bit. That's right. Yeah. Like a little billboard. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I, I, but overall, I think the cabin is cool. I think, um, let me see. I wrote some answers. I guess, you know what? Let me ask the question. Actually, what what do you think of the cabin? Yeah, overall, it's a good start. There's potential there. It's it's good, but like, like we said, it could be updated, and it kind of made me realize that I don't have that many modern wood items as I thought I did, or as I feel like I should. <laughs> yeah, that's the best series ever. So right, <laughs> we gotta have lots of those. <laughs> um, which also, I, sometimes when the new game comes out, you'll notice there are changes made to the lineup of the series, <laughs> and some of the new items that they usually it's like they add items to a series because maybe <laughs> in the beginning they only made like tables and chairs and like a closet, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, but now they have all sorts of things like a lamp and a rug and a wallpaper. And, you know, they they keep expanding the existing set. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see how them, how they expand the modern wood set. Ooh. Because uh, anytime I walk into a place now, and I've been noticing this mostly because I've been doing like those dream, uh, dream, diary journal things um well my weekly updates i go to people's dream towns and a lot of times when i see a little room people place that modern wood bed in there and it's because it's adorable it looks so good (laughs) it's such a cute bed um yeah so anyways what i think of the cabin i like that we have another space to decorate i like that we can invite villagers into that space because i feel that makes it more interactive and more satisfying to do Mm -hmm. um i like that you can get some hearts for the people that are there but for the most part like it's good to have a space where you can kick all your maxed out villagers (laughs) and get them out of the rotation so you can focus on leveling up the ones that haven't been maxed out you know yes Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'm sad that you can't upgrade the cabin. Maybe, I mean, they could add it in the future. Um, when you were mentioning that, I wanted to mention that it's something that could give, I guess it's something that allows them to expand the game, but that doesn't seem too hard to pull off, you know? Yes. (laughs) So if they ever want to expand Pocket Camp again, I could see that being the direction they go for that. Hmm. Um, and then the last thing, I'm sad you can't go outside of the cabin. I, I want to go outside. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> hopefully it doesn't take the second anniversary to have an update like this, you know, hopefully it's sooner. But I like how you described it, it's kind of like the retirement cabin <laughs> for some of the, the villagers once you once you max them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, retirement's <laughs> a good word for that. Um, and then also, like, if it takes a whole year for it to come out... I am pretty sure the next Animal Crossing, uh, Animal Crossing Switch or Animal Crossing Coming Home, whatever it's going to be called, it's going to be out by then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> at least at least I think it is. No, yeah, it should. And if it's not, it's going to be within weeks of that next <laughs> anniversary that it's out and we're not going to care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, some people will because maybe, you know, some people don't have a Switch and Perhaps they are just new to Animal Crossing in general, and Pocket Camp's the only Animal Crossing game they've ever played. And, you know, for them, I think it'd still be great. They they still get a nice update for it. And, yeah, so um, for us, I think we're just going to be focused on another game. Yes. 
Yep. So let's go ahead and go into our next topic, and we're going to talk about the state of leaf tickets. So currently, I, I don't know, I guess I'm thinking about it, and I've always complained about leaf tickets. I feel like they've always <laughs> been overpriced, and at the beginning of the game, I think it was okay, mostly because, like, there was really nothing to spend leaf tickets on, you know? Yes. Um, There were the special, of course, K.K. Slider's chair. You had to get that. Tom Nook's chair. I guess you had to get that. <laughs> no, Tom Nook's our hero now. We love Tom Nook. Um, but anyways, like, there were very few things to actually, I guess, for uh, get you to spend leaf tickets. Yeah, you know? yeah. Everyone was spending them on the same things for a while. Yeah. And fast forward to today, there are a ton of things to spend leaf tickets right. on. And it is just insane the amount of things that we have to uh, we can get, you know. Um, so uh, I guess the main thing is their gotcha system, which is the fortune cookies. Mm -hmm. um, you spend 50 leaf tickets, you get one fortune cookie. You spend 250, you get five fortune cookies and six stamps. So Honestly, it should have just been six fortune cookies <laughs> and six stamps. I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, just so... I, okay, it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. my main complaint. <laughs> um, so I, I guess I want to get to this point where recently Nintendo was selling a one-year anniversary pack of Leaf tickets. And these Leaf tickets were a great deal. Essentially, mm -hmm. you got... You spent $7.99 or $8 and you got 525 leaf tickets. And I guess just to give everybody an idea of what that mean uh, what this is as a value, 600 leaf tickets typically cost $20.99. So essentially what is that? Like I don't know, less than half of the price of 600 leaf tickets got right. you 525 yeah which that's a really good deal you know yeah so i think what i noticed with this was i saw that deal and i was like yes of course like that's <laughs> that's i'm buying that and unfortunately you can only buy it one time oh yes and then for sure after that you're, it's done like you can't get it anymore <laughs> yeah um they had a they had a couple of those during i remember mostly during the gardening events but they were definitely not as good as this they were better than buying just regular leaf tickets at, at normal prices but this is a steal <laughs> yeah it really is and i think the one thing i thought when i saw this price was this should just be the price like yes I th I don't think we should be spending more than this on that amount of leaf tickets. So um, I guess just to give this more substance to um, 600 leaf tickets, say you spend $20.99 and get 600 leaf tickets, you can get 12 fortune cookies with those leaf tickets. Um, if you want, you can mix and match all every single one of them. Or you can get, like, two of the big packs, you know, mm -hmm. where you spend 250 leaf tickets and you get your five cookies. Um, 
but essentially if you got two of those you could then mix and match the rest of the leaf tickets for two more fortune cookies yes but there goes 21 dollars because you got 12 items 12 items for 21 dollars that's that's one dollar and 75 cents per item that's you know? right mm-hmm. meanwhile and I know I guess it's hard to make this comparison in some ways, but really you can buy Animal Crossing New Leaf Welcome Amiibo for twenty bucks. It costs nineteen ninety nine and you get one thousand items. Two thousand I don't know how many items are in the game. <laughs> you get a lot of items. Yeah. You know? Um and so yes, there are items in Animal Crossing Pocket Camp that don't require leaf tickets to obtain, but I don't know, just the premium items, they just don't feel worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas, I if you spend the seven ninety nine for Leaf tickets, and I did the math wrong, I did it according to eight ninety nine, so that came out to $0.75 cents for mm. 12 items versus one, um, I, shoot, uh, $1.75 for the other items. Um, so let me do this math real quick. So seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm divided by 12 just to see how much each item is that's 67 cents oh so it's a good deal yeah you know it's much better and i think at that price it's more reasonable i think honestly they would make more money just selling them cheaper you know yeah it it makes sense for them to try something like this because of the anniversary but i'm with you this should be the normal pricing and hopefully I mean, I don't want to sound so negative, but hopefully Nintendo sees a lack of normal price sales after this and they realize, well, people want the cheaper leaf tickets. Maybe they we should lower the prices or they probably won't do that, but they might have more unique bundles way more often. Yeah, because and I don't know, it's hard to get pricing right because you have to, I guess, price in a way where you're uh, you're essentially trying to make the most money out of whatever you price something at you know right. mm-hmm. so if i if it's priced and i i think they should actually test this a little bit but if it's priced at 20 bucks or 21 bucks for 600 leaf tickets are they making are they making more money for that price than they would be at 7.99 for 525 leaf tickets mm-hmm. um and the question is, like, are more people inclined to spend the money at that price? Or is the amount of people spending the money at the higher price still better? Right. And so it, it's confusing. It's hard. It's hard to figure out and pull off. But honestly, I feel like the benefit of going with that lower price is if I want to get all the fortune cookie items... For the most part, right now, I think of it in the sense of going for one of every item. You know, like that would be optimal for me. Yes. <laughs> However, if the price were lower, I'd be more inclined to go for multiples of different items. Like mm. I would want duplicates. For example, there is a fortune cookie set right now um, that has these ginkgo trees. And they're kind of like an autumn themed type of tree. Mm. I love them. I want... 12 of them i want so many of those trees and if the price were lower on leaf tickets i'd probably want to buy more leaf tickets and spend them to get the trees you know right right so i don't know i guess 
I feel like they're not taking into consideration that you can a lower price may lead to people trying to get multiples of a certain set rather mm-hmm. than just one of everything, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. So, I don't know. I think overall, they need to be cheaper. They need to be just, I don't know. I just feel like the value isn't there right now, you know? Yeah, it's tricky. They they could just have more bundles. They don't all have to be... Uh, seven ninety nine. They could try different prices, but it would be nice to for them to just try different prices, different bundles, different items with the bundles, just to entice people to buy something maybe once a week instead of always having to buy normal price. Yeah, and I think it is nice to have those bundles, like during the gardening event where you get extra. Um, what's it called? Uh, flower food. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, outside of that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Hopefully this pricing was just a test to see, but I don't know. It's a, it's a good deal compared to what you get right now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it was like packed with a bunch of different items too. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, It was worth it. I'd say it was worth it. Nice. (laughs) Um, so yeah, anything else you want to say about leaf tickets before we get into encyclopedias? Not much. Uh, I guess if I didn't have the special characters that I want, I might be interested. Actually, maybe I should get it just to have the leaf tickets there. I might do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you (laughs) never know when that next, yeah. And you never know when that next KK Slider item is going to be out. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, you could need 350 leaf tickets. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's move on to our next topic, Animal Crossing Encyclopedias. So, in Animal Crossing, whenever you play the game, there is essentially an encyclopedia that keeps track of things that you have gotten. And those things include... Um, the bugs and the fish. And yes. what you may be thinking hearing from that is, okay, but that's not all I collect. And um, I'm there with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that isn't everything <laughs> we collect. There, I guess I, I just feel like we need more things. But anyways, l- let me go over an overview about encycl- encyclopedias first. So it's an in-game method to essentially track the bugs and fish that you've caught. It keeps information, kind of random stuff like the size, mm-hmm. um, which I don't understand why it tracks the size. Um, I guess I wish you could see your records in terms of size in yes. the encyclopedia. But you know what? I'll get to that. Um <laughs> It also shows you, like, the time of year they're available, which is pretty helpful. Mm -hmm. In Population Growing, Wild World, and City Folk, you could track the bugs and the fish that you caught. Um, And then in New Leaf, they added the deep sea creatures. So those are ones that you get when you dive. So right now, we have encyclopedias for three creatures, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um. Population Growing had a layout where you essentially saw like a page with all of the fish that you could catch, um, except those slots were empty until you caught them and then a slot would fill in, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then from Wild World on, it switched into kind of like a scrolling menu and it would scroll left and right, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so that continued in City Folk and New Leaf. And then, yeah, I guess let's talk about the layout really quickly. What do you feel about the layout of the encyclopedias in each game? So going back and looking at them, I I agree with you. B- based on your notes, I know you prefer the one for population growing. And it's true. It's a lot neater and nicer to look at the whole collection because you can see your entire collection if you have them all, or you can see how many you're missing, exactly the amount. So it's nicer to just see everything at once. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, like you said, my notes just make a note of that, that I prefer seeing kind of a sheet where you can see essentially like a checkbox sheet, you yes. know, mm-hmm. where you can... As you catch something, it appears in that slot and you're like, cool, I've completed this. And I'm, and you can see overall, like you're getting closer to achieving that goal of catching every single thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting for me. Um, the other ones, I don't know. I, I guess I always just felt like it was too time consuming scrolling through the menus yes. to see the different bugs and fish. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It just felt like it took too long yeah to and through. you know they could do it that when you open up when you first open up the encyclopedia you see the entire collection and then once you click one it goes into like the details page and so it shows you the details of the one you clicked and there you can scroll if you prefer that way yeah that would be cool it'd be cool to switch the views yeah um so yeah i'd like that um but yeah overall i just i want to see a page that makes me feel like I'm making progress, you know? Yes. Um, And you kind of get that through the scrolling menu, but I don't know. It's just like you have to scroll all the way through to get that same effect. (laughs) Whereas population growing, you open it up and you're like, I'm missing so many things. I need to catch everything. (laughs) I need to fix my life. You know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) so let's talk a little bit about the encyclopedias that are missing or at least ones that we don't have in the game Mm -hmm. and i'm essentially basing this off of what we currently collect in the museum so we have bugs we have fish we have deep sea creatures but we don't have an encyclopedia for fossils or artwork Mm -hmm. um which I think the fossils one is a totally missed opportunity because, like, it's not only, I guess, collecting fossils, but also completing a complete set, you know? Yes. Like, the entire set to a thing, having that show up is finished, and then, I don't know, it'd just be so satisfying to have that, you know? Yeah, they could show you, the, like, the individual parts and then the completed model. Yeah, that, oh, and, oh, yeah, that would be super cool. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> and, and definitely also for artwork, too, because arguably that's one of the collections that takes the longest unless you unless you look it up online, you know. But a lot of us decide to just try our luck and, and buy any artwork that looks authentic whenever Red is around. Uh, you know, question for you. Am I remembering wrong or is there like a special type of fossil or are they all normal? I don't think there is a special, like a, a special version of each fossil that you get randomly. Is there? No, I think it's just the fossils, um, just the bones. Um, 
The one special thing I do know you can do is when you have a complete set, you could take it to Cyrus and he'll make a Ooh. miniature version of it. Um, okay, I think that's what I was thinking about. But it would be nice. Uh, are you familiar with the the games Fossil Fighters for the DS mostly? Yeah, I never played them, but I wanted to. They were actually really neat. And I'm, I'm remembering that there were some rare versions of the fossils. I, I kind of want that now. So basically... You know, th there's a point in Animal Crossing that the more we play, we eventually have all the fossils and there's kind of really no point to keep digging them up unless we just want to hoard them up and have them to give away to new players. But maybe, let's see, like a 5% chance or even less to get a shiny version of each one. And eventually that would be another collection that we would want to have, you know. That would be pretty cool because I don't know. I feel I mentioned we can see the size of the bug or fish that we catch. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really do anything like it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but right. what if we took that bigger bug and um, Blather sees it freaks out even more than usual and is like, <laughs> we have to have this for our collection. Like, that's an amazing bug. Right. You know, it must be really rare to find one that size. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it'd be cool to see like some special versions of the things and you can in keep, I guess, improving the collection yes. in some way in the museum. Cause once you're done with it, like you're just done with it. You can go inside and look, but there's really nothing else you can do, you know? Yeah. And you know, when we were discussing how we want the encyclopedia to be shown. So if we, if they show the entire page, it might be nice to have like a percentage of how many you have like oh you have 40 percent of them and that kind of gives you an idea that you're missing 60 percent which which is more than what you have and they could also be the like the rare or the special ones and that could have its own percentage so like you said once we have them all eventually there's something else to collect like a starred version like a special version of everything yeah that would be really cool yeah i would like that <laughs> um yeah and then you could get I don't know, like maybe a gold star when you get the best that you can get, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, and it shows up in your encyclopedia, like a little stamp of approval. Yeah. <laughs> I it, love stamps. It would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice if it's really rare. So it's it's really a special occasion. Yeah. I would like that too. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of these things, like how would you want the encyclopedias to improve in the future? So I was looking at them earlier and I understand, you know, they show you the the size, like you said, and also they give you the season when it it's available. But I would prefer if they actually show you the specific months because there's some uh, fish and bugs that are around only in one or two very specific months. And it might as well be nice if the game just shows you when so you, you can kind of dedicate your time more in plan around and the ones that you're missing i would just prefer if the game shows you all the details that you need actually they would tell you which months to look for them and what specific hours of the day or night because you know a lot of us end up just looking these things online or in the game guide so it might be better if the game just shows you i think a lot of us are gonna try our best without looking anyway so it it wouldn't be too bad if the game just gives you all the details yeah and then, I mean, part of it, too, is, like, you don't really get that information until you've caught 
the right. bugger fish. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, they should just be open with what, you know, just its information, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why they don't do that already, because, like, you've already caught it. It's not, like, a big <laughs> deal if you know all the secrets behind this bug. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. So they could show you the silhouette of it and then just... They probably wouldn't show you the name, but then they can give you the details of how to get it. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. Um, I think that's pretty helpful, especially for, like, newcomers to the game that don't really understand that you can only get this this time of year. If you don't, you have to wait an entire year. Like, it's... The waiting is real in this game. Yeah, it's a long time. And they could also have uh, rarity ranking but something like between one through five and the five are really really rare so that you know people are prepared and okay i'm trying to catch this five rare scorpion and so i really have to take my time during i think it was what july and august <laughs> yeah yeah during the summer months <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. that's all i remember because it <laughs> says usually just the season you know right right so yeah i like that too just to let people know, like, yeah, you haven't found this thing, but it's pretty rare. Uh, chances <laughs> you find it are, you know, slightly lower than other things, but it, it, we're warning you at least, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that change, too. Um, I guess, w- were those all the different things that you had? Yeah, just about. It, it, it would be nice. Like I said, a lot of us are either just going to look it up online or we're going to try our luck as it is. So the, it, it would just be better, I think, if the game just shows you. Yeah, yeah. And it, it saves time. And yeah. Because, you know, time is pretty important in Animal <laughs> Crossing. Yeah. And if you miss your chance, you're just going to have to wait for a while. <laughs> um, so I guess I want to see an encyclopedia for every collectible. Uh, and I say that because really I w- want it to be every single collectible, <laughs> but I feel like that would also take forever, you know? Yes. Um, it would take a really long time to make something like that. So understandable why they wouldn't do it. <laughs> but if we're not going to do that, like at least give us an encyclopedia for all of the current museum items. So not just the bug and fish, add the fossils, add the art. And I'd be great, you know? Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd also love to see myself just, like, fill out those sections as I play the game. So, it, I don't know. It just adds to the satisfaction I get from being a little bit of a completionist for this game and getting yes. every single thing, you know? Right. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess I'd like some organizational options when you're looking around. Um, for example... A fish, like say your friend asks you where you can catch a fish um, or asks you what fish can you catch in a pond this time of year. Mm. It'd be cool to choose that sort of thing. Like you could pick rivers, ponds, oceans, um, you know, just so you can specify what you can catch throughout the year. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I guess what were you going to say about that? No, I, I like that. It's some more more sorting options. Or just to, like like you said, like even just to do research and to, to be able to help friends. Yeah, and it'd be cool to organize them. Like, say you're playing in December. It's December right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'd be cool to organize it by month, you know? 
Um, yes. Yeah. If yeah. it shows the silhouettes like you were saying, say you pick December and you can see all these silhouettes pop up for December and then you're like, oh, wow, I have this many ca- fish to catch this month, you mm-hmm. know, or this many bugs. So it'd be cool to organize it by month um, or season too. Um, both are fine. Mm-hmm. Month would be a little bit more exact though. So yes. it might be better. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but really, I just want to have more catalogs in the game to just let me keep track of things and like i said i it may be unrealistic to have a catalog or encyclopedia for every single item but it'd be pretty nice like it'd be cool to (laughs) track what furniture items i have so say i look at my encyclopedia for furniture and i'm like okay i'm trying to collect the modern wood series how many pieces are in it and you see all these silhouettes pop up oh i'm missing five of them yeah you know that'd be cool yeah yeah for sure and it could also mark them separately like it would say you have this item somewhere in your past collection or you you have had it in the past now you don't yeah yeah that oh that would be really helpful yeah. too <laughs> to know if because you know your closets get messy after a while yeah, playing yeah. the game you're not going to scroll through every single thing and find out if you have it. But if you check your encyclopedia, look it up, and it's like, oh, yeah, you have this item. Um, yeah. And then not only that, like, it lets you click it, and it tells you where it is in your closet space or yeah. your home. Oh, that would be even better. Oh, all right. I'm <laughs> I, I'm clearly coming up with things that aren't going to ever happen. <laughs> But it would be nice. Yeah, be real nice. I have another one. <laughs> so okay, tell me. So imagine an encyclopedia, but for the villagers. So it, it wouldn't be for the ones that have lived in your town because that would take forever for you know for everyone to show up in your town uh, as a living a villager. But it could be also the ones that you talk to when you visit other towns. So that would encourage you to pretty much go to other towns a lot and to talk to all of the villagers that are available there. And yes. once you, when you see them unlocking in, in this made up encyclopedia. So I'm guessing there's going to be at least like 600 villagers by animal crossing switch. So that would take a while, but I'm excited. <laughs> yes. That would be so cool. <laughs> I would love to just like have a page where I can see all the different villagers and it's like, here are all the different villagers you met. And you know what, if I kind of hope that badges come back where, you know, you complete some tasks and you get a badge from Phineas, if those come back and it's like, oh, this is the badge for meeting 100 villagers. This is the badge for meeting 200 villagers. (laughs) And, you know, like all uh, that's a really great way to just make badges out of that system, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I we clearly need to see this game because we're getting too creative, too hopeful for what it's going to be. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, you know, it's just going to be so nice. It's going to be a relief to finally see what's going on in the world of Animal Crossing. Yes. So let's go ahead and close out the show by going through our Haken's Villager Corner. This week's question was... What is your favorite personality in Animal Crossing? And I guess we'll do our usual, where we go back and forth. Yes. Cool. So I will start with Grace, or a penguin named Abraham. (laughs) I really like the normal personality, since those tend to be the nicest villagers. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I think nice is underappreciated in this (laughs) world. 
I think it's delightful when people are nice and nice to each other, you know? Yes. So. And and for sure, the normal villagers are pretty much the nicest. In the, they're just normal. <laughs> yeah. And one of my favorite villagers is normal. Uh, Mitzi, she's been in every Ooh, single one of my nice. Animal Crossing towns. And so she just always... I feel like I always just have to have her. She's a staple character for me. Nice. Um. And she, even if she doesn't start out there, she moves in. Oh. Like, yeah. So she's always been really nice, and I like that about her. <laughs> nice. Next, we have Dragonflame323, and he says, lazy. I would say why, but I'm too lazy to explain it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to work it in. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> and Jam says... I like the lazy villagers since I relate to them on a personal level, but sometimes the normal villagers say really some really inspirational, profound things which help brighten my mood, so I like them too. Yeah, I think, yeah, a lot of lazy and normal so far, but those are fun personalities. Like, I like the lazy characters. I feel like they tend to have the funniest dialogue oh, yes. in the game. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but I, I feel like they are also, like, the most repetitive, if that makes sense. You know, the most, like, oh, yeah, I, I would expect you to say that because you're lazy. But it's true that the normal ones, once in a while, they surprise you with, with something really either nice or inspirational. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I think we need a lot of variety in the dialogue. Yes, that would be nice. <laughs> Next, we have Grizzly Nina. And she says, my favorites are Cranky. I love how you can befriend a curmudgeon like Gaston and slowly reveal how sweet he actually is. However, I gotta acknowledge the lazy villagers too. I'd be a sleepy, hungry, gullible homebody right along with them if I were a villager in Animal Crossing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, you know what? I guess I never think of myself... What what would I be like if I were just living <laughs> in Animal Crossing? Because it's a it's a different life out there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I can tell lot. you right now, I'll be, I'll be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably. I I don't know. I guess I'd have to see. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> um, but yeah, cranky. I like the cranky villagers a lot too. I think a lot of my memories of, uh, especially like the first Animal Crossing. Those cranky villagers were pretty great. Yes. They were pretty dang cranky, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, so Sarah says, my favorite personality is Peppy. I find that a lot of my favorite villagers have this personality. Peppy villagers are always so much fun to talk to since they're so cheerful and excited. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, they, they have energy. I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I always like to have a good peppy villager in my town. Um, yeah. Because they're also, like, they're pretty cool. Um, they've got some cool designs, and there's some good villagers associated with the peppy personality. Yeah, for a while, my only peppy one was Bianca. And I would always like talking to her because she was so out there, so different from everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, and Bianca's great. She's like the white tiger, right? Yes. Yeah, she's great. I like that <laughs> character a lot. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have Emily E. Petit, and she says, It's funny because out of my top three favorite villagers, two of them are Peppy. 
But my favorite personality out of the three is Uchi. I always felt a nice, warm, sisterly feeling when talking to Uchi villagers. And, you know, I, I have to agree, my favorite... So I would be a lazy if I was in the game itself. But my favorite is Uchi. <laughs> I just I just like it a lot. It's like sisterly is the perfect word. And, and uh, I really like the Uchi ones. Yeah, I like them too. I feel like they've got your back. They're, you know, they're supporting you yeah <laughs> they believe in you and you they know? give you medicine which is so nice yeah that's true get stung by a bee and go talk to them because they'll <laughs> they'll do something about it real quick yeah. <laughs> so wolf bites says in new leaf i like the uchi villagers but in the gamecube game my favorite were the really grumpy and mean ones <laughs> for some reason they made me appreciate the nice ones more and heightened our friendship <laughs> yeah it does make you appreciate that people aren't all that rude <laughs> so that's pretty nice and nice. uchi yeah uchi ones are great they're super cool nice and our last response for this week is by samshine and she says, my favorite is Uchi Villagers for their lovely personalities. My second favorite is Snooty Villagers. Not for their personality, but for their look. They tend to wear more makeup and have super, super cute appearances. And that's true. <laughs> yeah, I like the, the Snooty Villagers are pretty fun. Um, they're kind of, I guess, their counterpart to the Cranky where they're kind of mean. Yes. And that sort of character. So. Yeah, but like in, in their own unique way. Yeah, yeah, they're just, you know, they're trying to look good and be stylish. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you you know, you're harshing their mellow. <laughs> Wearing your, I don't know what you wear, but it's it's not fitting their vibe. Oh, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess, so is your favorite lazy? Yes. Well, I would go with Uchi, actually. I would be a lazy. It's tough. It's tough. It would be either Uchi or lazy, but I'm going to go with Uchi. Yeah, and I guess the one personality that didn't get mentioned here was the smug personality, yeah. which is surprising because you have popular characters like um, Julian, the unicorn, and Marshall, the squirrel. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some villagers. I What I like about the smug villagers, um, I don't know if they're my favorite. I, I'd say probably my favorite are still Uchi mm -hmm. characters. But what I like about the smug ones is that, like, when you talk to them more, you find out they're, like, into trains. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why that was their design choice or their direction, but I appreciate it. I like that. <laughs> nice. I, I would have to say that is my least favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it right. makes sense. I can see why they're not mentioned. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. If you do want to be a patron, visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo. For just a dollar, you can support our show and get tons of cool things. You can see our current goals to improve the show and our content. We really try to make it worth it because we appreciate your support. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about your thoughts on the Pocket Camp Cabin or the encyclopedias. Please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our communi community to grow. And once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody.